Chicago. Welcome into the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by Goose Island. It's good. The official beer of CHGO. Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash locations. Shout out to Steven for hitting that honk. He's filling in on the board today for Lawrence Benedetto. I'm Kevin Kaduk, joined as always by Mark Carmen and filling in there. He switched out for Braggs, did the line change. It's Jake, the optimistic Bears fan, a.k.a. Jake Flanagan, GM of CHGO. We've never needed Jake more. It's an outstanding substitution. Have. Braggs is partially broken, at least, and, and Jake is... Had he, he's like what Flus is talking about. Meanwhile, I'm talking to I'm talking to Jake yesterday on the phone, and he's trying to talk me into to the Bears still getting into double digit victories. We'll get to it. We will get to it. And I'll tell you why they will. That's literally the craziest thing I've heard all week. I love you. That's fantastic. And you've heard a lot of crazy things. <laughs> a lot of crazy things have been said on Twitter. <laughs> that is. That's amazing. They'd have to go ten and five. Ten and five. Okay. With the Chiefs. Hey. All right. Uh, before we get to that, let's do some housekeeping. The next CHGO tailgate is coming up on October 1st. Denver Broncos are in town. DNVR is in town. We are going to need numbers because we know there's going to be some Broncos fans there. When? Shouldn't keep you away. Still going to be a lot of Bears fans. And we want you to be there. Uh, so make sure you to come down to the corner of Cermak and Wabash for the best tailgate in town. I mean, it was awesome, the... The first one against Green Bay. It was I loved un- it. Yeah, undoubtedly the highlight of the day. For sure. And uh, we're looking forward to it. I mean, even though the season is on the rocks, the season is on the ropes, we are going to be out there for at least the next four game days, and we're going to have a good time either freaking way because I am not going to have a bad football team rob the tailgates from us. Thank you. And I love that we're only committed for four more because, because <laughs> you know, once December hits, I think yeah. we should play that by ear. I think that's a wise move by the organization. By the way, it's very intimidating for me to sit next to the general manager and head of content. I don't know how I got here. I feel like I'm Behave in the principal's yourself. office. Behave yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Evans says, was the noon version of this show too depressing? So we do another <laughs> one to feel better. Well, yes, the, the answer is yes, Dan. But also this is the Chicago Sports Podcast, which is a weekly kind of more – well, you know, a little longer, a little higher view of things. We're going to talk about the Cubs. We're going to talk about the Blackhawks on this show. Uh, but obviously, we're going to also talk about the Bears. Um, and hopefully, we'll maybe be a little bit um, more optimistic or at least, I don't know, I, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think that there's a certain part of me that says we're rushing a little bit because it is two games. We're going to dive yeah. deeper into this. First off, though, I want to give out this week's Taking Care of Business Award powered by ComEd, and we're giving it to Cubs rookie Alexander Canario, who is really the only Cub taking care of business lately. That is, and they couldn't get in the lineup, but finally got an opportunity. It's been a, I don't know how much how you guys are looking at. Uh, Tuesday night game, he gets his first start and um, gets his first hit, then a big grand slam in the eighth inning. I mean, they didn't need it to win. They blew out the, the Pirates. 14-1, to but it was, it was good to see a future piece of, of the Cubs hopefully get in there and, and show some power, and he took care of business. Listen, I love seeing the, uh, the youth of, of Cubdom coming through here, so or at least getting on the field some, not fully coming through. But it's just, you know, it's been cool to see Pete Crow Armstrong come yeah. up here and uh, Jordan Wicks looking like he's a keeper too. Well, yeah. if you look at this this lineup, this roster, the only way they will have success, make the postseason and advance, it's going to be on the shoulders of some of those young players. Yeah. And um, why well, not now? All, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, no. yeah. It's fine. <laughs> That's all I had to add at this point. Well, but, I, we also need Justin Steele to uh, maybe pitch like the ace that he is and not, not what we've seen the last two games. To me, I, I see this Cubs team. It's like I, you guys are out of gas. Is it, is it David Ross? What, what is it? David Ross is, deserves some conversation. I'm sure a ton of it's going on in the Cubs show, but it's you look like you got a bullpen that's spent. You look like you got a lineup that's a little bit spent. Uh, and there's really not a whole lot to do from Mander's seat other than, you know, like at least you keep yeah. your guys fresh. I, that's, that's a little – I don't know. Maybe it's wrong to put it on like they're, they're just tired. Maybe they're just not playing well. Maybe they're just getting beat. Maybe they're playing over their skis. But they do look pretty burnt to me. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the Cubs a little later in the show. 
Let's get into the Bears. Shout out to Doug Van Dorn who says, at least I'm awake for this show from the start, and I even have coffee made. Uh, pass the coffee, Doug. Although I did have a, a big pike place before this, and still pretty sure they put cocaine in that. <laughs> I don't want to make that, that, that claim, but if I have a pike place, I'm, I'm good until about 1 a.m. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> Chicago Bears, I want to play a little bit of word association. I'm going to oh, say wow. a name, and I want either one of you to chime in with the first word that comes to your mind. Okay. Justin Fields. Dynamic. I've had a hundred words come through my mind already at this point. So <laughs> do it again. Let, how this works. Let me, let me just, Justin Fields. My hero. And why is he your hero? Is it? I just, I like Justin. Yeah. Like I, 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 to me, Justin's a good dude. He's he's respectful. He's not going to do anything that's ever going to embarrass you. I'm tr- I'm like stepping off from the football field. Like, you know, I you could you could say something like can't play, which would be that's horrible to say. That's two words. Uh, or just horrible to feel, or whatever. That's you know, a lot of people would say that nowadays. I. I still erroneous and erroneous still have still have faith that he's going to get there. Can't wait for this week and not even for this, just the rest of the season. Let, let's see what we're going to have here. Yeah. He's in year three. Let the thing develop. I am. I actually came out of today. Super optimistic. We're getting into bears now, but yes, I, I just, my hero, great guy. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Justin Fields fan. You want to keep playing word association or you want me to dig deep on well, Justin Fields? I, I don't know if you want, I love, I love seeing what, 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 from Justin Fields yesterday. He said what was on his mm-hmm. mind. Now, if he's ever going to say what's on his mind ever again, I don't know because we <laughs> yeah. saw what happened. But I also love that video from the locker room and seeing him, you know, because I think we've sat here in these first two weeks and wondering what kind of leaders are in that locker yeah. room. And and you could see that the way Justin Fields was talking with the media, which was respectful, he understood what, what the job was. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he stood up for himself. He was assertive. And I hope that what we saw there is what we see. It was what happens when those doors are closed. And I'm pretty sure that that's what happens. Definitely. And I would say this to any criticism for the play on the field, I think is justified. It's warranted, right? Um, anything beyond that, all we're doing as Bears fans would be compiling on to years and years of misery and trying to project our past fears onto what the current situation is or what the future will be when the season is over. The season is two games completed, okay? Two games, all right? So back the F off of (laughs) Justin Fields. That's my quarterback. That's your quarterback. So back him up and say, hey, give him some time to get through this. He's progressing through these routes. He has not had an ideal situation. It's not been everyone else's fault he's been a contributor to this but he's had some moments and I do believe in him I don't know if we're going to see it this week but what I do believe is the Chicago Bears are going to go undefeated in the month of October here we go so just wait and what did Justin Fields say when will you see him feel more comfortable he said you will soon five games five and oh why not Okay, I thought Stacey Dales was on the score this morning. I thought she had a good point. Justin Fields, his first two weeks on the job this year, he's got every single person with a YouTube account and access to all 22 film pointing out what, what's going on with him. Like, right. I can't imagine that, that scrutiny, that pressure. It's all, it's and it's lot. warranted. You're, you're a quarterback in the NFL. You're a quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. That goes with the job, and that's what makes this I would say arguably the toughest job in sports. I, sure. Give me a position and, and give me a team that's tougher than quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Not many. There aren't. There I mean, are maybe many. maybe back in the day it was quarterback of, of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I don't think that's true anymore. No. Home with Denver at Washington. I'm giving October. Mm-hmm. Home with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Home with the Raiders at the Chargers. Yep. Let's go. 5-0. and oh. I mean, I said it last year they were going to win five in a row, and then, of course, they ended up losing ten in a row, so it didn't happen. So, I, hey, I can't you're, – you're not alone in predicting. You notice I make no prediction about this Sunday yeah, for no. a reason. <laughs> for a reason. That, that, and, and anything that would happen, I, I would take, obviously. But it, it's going to be a tough 
tough test. Five and three after the first eight games, says Jake. Anyone yeah. would take that, yeah. and which leads to the double-digit wins that I believe that they can still accomplish. Hold on. We'll get there. It, we will get there, but it is going to be. Apparently, we're halfway there already through we October. We, that's right. That's to, right. To, All right. Word, to, ex- word association continues. Okay. 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 And let, let's tailor this to what you're thinking right now this week. Mm. Okay. I'll go first here. Ryan Poles. Leader. Fearless. <laughs> Matt Aberflus. Lost. Resilient. <laughs> Steven, you want to chime in here? I, how about Ryan Pohl's unhappy birthday? <laughs> it was a rough one yesterday for him. That was, that was a tough one. Not, not a great birthday for Ryan Pohl's yesterday. Alan Williams. The first word that came to my head was gone. <laughs> um, I, would, I would have to, to say confused. Confused? Mysterious? Sure. I, I feel that. Let's see. DJ Moore. Smooth. I could see Jake just trying to come up with a positive answer here. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not really a word. It would be he's just potential. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So much, but I mean, he's obviously shown his potential in previous stops, but right now it's still all bottled. He's I mean, ready he still, to explode. He still had over 100 yards in, in Tampa, but yeah, and still underutilized too. Still underutilized. Underutilized might be the best. Yeah. Um, Luke Getze. Open was a good one for that. For <laughs> <laughs> Luke Getze. Shout out to J-Rock for saying open. Bizarre. Reflective. Stubborn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like, I like stubborn. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? You guys? Sure. I'll. Uh, George McCaskey. Salesman. I'd say unhappy if we're talking about this very moment, but I, I don't think that's going to last that long. Tyson Bajan. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting. Uh-huh. 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 I, think, I think he's thrilled just to be on an NFL roster and to be in the position he's in. I would hope for Tyson Bajan the word would be studious. I don't know if that's true or not, but I hope that he's watching. And I think anyone calling for Tyson Bajan right now is woefully underinformed. I would question why you're a fan of the Chicago Bears, because even if you do want to move on from – Justin Fields, I would hope that you would realize that throwing a guy in on the road against the Chiefs in week three of the season, uh, when you were an undrafted free agent, um, when you have watched a Green Bay Packers team bring up Aaron Rodgers under Brett Favre, and then we'll see what happens with Jordan Love. But so far, it looks like they've done it correctly. He's had, you know, two pretty good games in the first, the first two. Why would you possibly want Tyson Bajan? I mean, I, I think as the mayor of the Secret Bajan Man Army, we we don't we do not want him playing at all. We want him to be the backup QB. If if something horribly happens to Justin, we want we want it to be him and, and not the Peter Man. That's I think that's how we all feel. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think creating a, a theme song for him as the backup with <laughs> third stringer to become the backup. He's on the roster. I don't think it helps the case for like. Hey, Justin Fields is our guy, but in in reality, I think yours is rooted in in being positive and just gl- glad he's around on an NFL roster and there if we needed him and his services were called. Right? Yeah. I, listen, developing quarterbacks is a good That's thing right. for an organization. Justin Fields wants to play free. He's going to be in harm's way. Yeah. Let's hope that he doesn't end up officially in harm's way and not playing. Right. But. Let's say he does for four games, and then he and then and Bajit plays well, and then Fields comes back and sure. plays well. Now you have an asset that you could have a debate on what you want to do at at at, at the very worst. Aside from the fact that, for the love of the Bears, can you can you develop? Can we can we have some options at the position rather than no I like, options? I like that. And yeah. and to be clear, the last what forty years, the the Bears have not had 
a quality start, starting quarterback that have, has led them you know, to the promised land since Super Bowl twenty. But they have also not had a backup starting quarterback that has stepped in and led them to a title either since Super Bowl twenty. I mean, I mean look at the Niners. You could argue best team in the NFC. I think you could argue the best team in football, right? You yeah. Can, you can argue, sure, you could. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I was, I was busy. It was, it's been a busy morning. I tried to keep, you know, I, I listened to the Ryan Poles conversation. Um, I didn't listen to Bears because we were in a meeting. What exactly was the reasoning behind cutting Peterman and then bringing him back? So they were going to sign an offensive lineman uh, off someone's practice squad. We don't know who that was. That fell through. And they weren't – they were going to put Peterman on the practice squad and then elevate him back up. He's still the backup. So – but you can only do that a couple of times, according to Adam Hogue. Gotcha. So – would know. So now, rather than using up the couple of times to do that, since they didn't get the guy they wanted, they just brought him back. Yeah. I did make an impassioned plea on the show. Like, are you really telling me there's nobody on anyone other's and anyone else's practice squad in the entire NFL who would be willing to leave their practice squad to come here that you're not interested in when you have an offensive line that's got problems, defensive line? I'd love to have somebody go to quarterback, a secondary, right. like literally anybody out there other than Peterman. Yeah. Uh, but so you're just making a point that that actually it just surfaced when you were talking about the 49ers. One of the quarterbacks that was drafted ahead of Fields was, was Trey Lance, correct? Mm-hmm. He did not work out in San Francisco. He's not even on their team anymore, correct? But look at that team. They're still thriving without him. And I think in some ways it shows everything. Like that's the situation he was brought into, and it was much better than what Fields was brought into. And over time, I think the same can be said. Like the Bears are, are getting to that point, but it needs time to go. That roster in San Francisco was already to a point that the Bears roster, they aspire them to be. The culture aspires to be like that. And, and their quarterback will get there with them, and he'll help lead them there. I think Justin Fields is completely more talented than Trey Lance, and I think he's way better than Brock Purdy. So just continue to be patient. Let this team come together and continue to build around him, and the Bears will be where they need to be and where the fans expect them to be. It's, it's just It comes down to everyone just taking – a second and relax, okay? It sucks, but guess what? We should be used to it by now, so just relax a little bit longer. Well, I've been, I've been relaxing for 38 years, Jake. Uh, so it's going to take another year. <laughs> 38 years. Well, but ho- hold on. Do you want them to continue with the current plan, or do you want them to let him play more free? Oh, I want him to play more free, but he's going to implement things that he's gained over the last three years, over the last offseason, over the last few weeks, things he's learned. This is not some isolated incident. The one thing he's doing wrong, this is a combination of things that in the moment he has to make a split decision and that is very hard to do. And it's why there's not very many successful quarterbacks in the NFL. So like, give the guy some time. Like, yes, he is at fault for some of this, no doubt. Like, he's got to make that decision. But if he gets it and he put it all together, there's more talent around him. He has more protection, which is going to be a question now with Braxton Jones not being there. Um, it, it's just you got to give this guy some time. It, it's not let's look forward to the next draft. Like, no, if you want to talk about that after week 17 and the Bears beat the Packers, uh, then we can. I agree. I mean, after two weeks. Or week 18. We all knew we were going to lose our minds. We knew Braggs was going to lose his mind. When they lost the Packers. And then to see them lose the way they did, right. it accelerated it. Now, this this game against Tampa, it sucked. Like, in a different context, you'd be like, okay, well, let's let's move on. Let's, you know. Also, the fact that you're playing this defending Super Bowl champions in week three, yeah. it puts you in a pressure cooker, right? It does. And we expected a lot. But, but I agree with you, Jake. I mean, I think that there is part of this is like 17 weeks is a long time. Yeah. Things change over the course of a season. Teams come together. I'm hopeful that we start seeing some of these rookies play to what we, we hope that they're capable of. Yeah. To expect that Darnell Wright and Jervon Dexter and Zach Pickens and Tyreek Stevenson were going to come up and be pro bowlers in week one, you know, or season one, that's not realistic. That's, right. that's not what happens in the NFL. So there does need to be some patience. I think what is most alarming is, is that we have a guy in Justin Fields who is here in season three, and we are all worried 
that he's, he is going to be wasted. Mm. And Braggs has said it, and Hogue has said it, Justin Fields is not Mitch Trubisky. Justin Fields is someone with talent and a skill set yeah. that we have never seen here. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that reason, I don't really understand why people want to give up in week two after two bad games without any – it's just – I mean, it's just – It'd be like scraping up a Lamborghini right. and instead of going and, and bringing it to the body shop and, and, and doing what needs to be done to make it look better, you drive it off of a cliff. Yeah. Uh, that's a great analogy right there. Uh, I've seen Gary in the injury uh, – tweeting about the injury report. So, I mean, the biggest news on the injury report today is that Nate Davis uh, did not practice today, which – Nor did Eddie Jackson. Well, and, and Eddie Jackson, that's not – neither of those I don't – I mean, Davis is a little bit of a surprise because, you know, the he went through the personal issues. Um, yeah. And he's and, still and, listed and, with personal issues. Condolences to his family. So he's – he's and, you know, and, and himself, obviously. So he's still coming through it. Um, but Josh Blackwell is practicing back in full. So is Lucas Patrick, who was sick during the week. Darnell Mooney limited uh, with the knee. He's got a bruise on the top of his knee. So – and Khalil, Khalid Kareem limited. Again, to my point, like, I don't know, man. Terrell Lewis is sitting there on the Saints practice squad. I mean, they cut him, but, hey, Terrell, we made a mistake. Come on back. Come sure. on back. You okay. still got an apartment here? If you don't, we'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> and, listen, we, we talked about this, and we don't have to get reflective too much on last week's game because I know that's been, you know, you know yeah, reflected on a lot. But the part that got me during that game on Sunday was when the Bears couldn't fall on that loose ball, that fumble that was recovered by the Bucks, and then the next play it was Evans, right, for the touchdown. That one for me is I had my Matt Peck moment, and I threw my hat at home, and I yelled, and I was not happy. But I realized in that moment <laughs> it's, it's because the margin for error is so thin that, yes. that you have to take it. If you have three different opportunities to have a turnover that can change the course of the game, you need it because the, the Bears' offense is still a work in progress. But I, it's a work in progress I believe in. It's just going to take more time. So in a game like that, one of those instances could have changed everything, and I think they could have came away with a win. It wasn't guaranteed, but without it, you, you're, you're handed the loss, and the feeling that compounds – the week one complete soulless gut job they did of the entire Bears fan base because of the, the zero soulless gut job. It was it was a it was one of the worst experiences as a Bears fan ever. I agree. Was, was that and I get it. It 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 hurt. It hurt everybody. But um, you know, it it made that week two a must win and they it was a loss. So now what do you do? Every game is you you need to win. You got to get your first win. It's going to be really tough to do an Arrowhead. Is it impossible? No. Is it unlikely? Uh, yeah, it's probably unlikely. Look, we just want the Chicago Bears to make us feel good yep. about Chicago sports. Just how Sunnyside makes us feel good sure. on Sunnyside Summer Fridays. What a transition. Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season, as this summer ends, it's going to continue. We're going to keep going on. And no matter where you are in your cannabis journey, Sunnyside offers easy online ordering, in-store pickup, and a great transparent loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. It is our favorite dispensary in the state. It's all over from, from Wrigleyville and, uh, and beyond. They also offer the Sunnyside House of Brands from Mindy's to Good News to Cresco to High Supply, which is uh, – quality weed that is all, always available there. Their buds are expertly grown, lab tested, and available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, shake, pre-roll shorties, and concentrates. Uh, I, I got to be honest, I don't know what a lot of that stuff means, but if I went into Sunnyside, they would explain. They would. Yeah, so I'm, they probably have to you. Anyway, <laughs> through October 15th, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. And that's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code, CHGO25. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois MedCard holder. And are you in the market for a new or used vehicle? If you are, and then we have some great news for you. 
That's because Ray Chevy in Fox Lake has just joined the CHGO team. You've seen Ray on the CHGO Bears show. And we are talking to the team at Ray, and they have a pledge. It's called the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership. Uh, we found that in many cases, other dealers will raise the price on you when you come into the dealership, saying things like, are you a recent college grad? Are you the military? Are you a farmer? Are you a diehard Bears fan? Uh, but And then they, the answer in most of those cases will be no. And then the other dealers will raise the price on you, saying the price online included limited rebates. You don't qualify for that. That's not going to be the case at Ray. The price you see online is the price you pay. No add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything impossible to find you additional savings for which may make the price lower than you see online. It's one of the top dealers in the Midwest. You'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. Save big at Ray Chevy because right now they have over 100 Chevy Trax models available. They start at $21,495. Now through the end of the month, September 30th, all buyers can qualify for 0% financing, make zero payments until 2024, put no money down as well, Best of all, you're going to pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. Serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Is there a more Chicago name than Ray? It's an excellent point. He's such a Chicagoan, too. Big Ray. I mean, I had a couple uncles named Ray. But I would say the only, the only Chicago name more than Ray, Chuck. <laughs> I have three uncles named Chuck. Chuck Adler, shout out to you. Great, great White Sox fan. Chuck Swirsky. The Swirsk. Getting ready for another bull season. He's fired up. Who is the Chuck in the Cubs? Uh... Chuck. Chuck. Wasn't there a third base coach that I'm. I'm... No, uh, he was in the PR department. There was a Chuck. Oh. Got nothing. PR. Chuck McElroy. I don't, remember Chuck, I don't remember Chuck McElroy. You don't remember Chuck McElroy? The, the Cubs reliever? The lefty? Was he lefty? Black dude with glasses? African-American gentleman, I yeah. was going to say. Is there Chuck McElroy? Yeah, it's Chuck McElroy. Yeah, okay, I do remember. 35, liked him. Liked McElroy. All right, uh, Jake, I want you to call up the Bears schedule right now and tell me how we're getting 10 wins. I mean, I think Carm already got you there. So we start October first so uh, with Denver. I did, and you got the five. You got the five in there. You got the five victories there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole then exactly at Washington in week five, uh, home against Minnesota week six, home against the Raiders week seven, and then on the road against the Chargers week eight. I think you go ahead and win your sixth in a row week nine in in New Orleans, and then uh, of course coming back home. Go ahead and win seven in a row against the Panthers. I mean, why not in week 10? Uh, week 11 may be tough. I'll go ahead and throw that as an L uh, on the road against Detroit. Um, I'm getting strong Will DeWitt vibes right here. That's fine. It's Will, fine. I mean, you asked me Will to do this. Will put out a tweet going at polls. I couldn't believe it. Will's <laughs> uh, mad. You're then in Minnesota. I'll go ahead and go back-to-back losses there, unfortunately. You have a bye week. Coming out of that, I think you come back home against the Lions. I'll be there in attendance on uh, December 10th. I think the Bears win that game week 14. Are you keeping track of this? I've lost track. I, I think you're on the, you're on the road to 15-2 and two right here. Well, I'm not done yet. They're, they're on the road against Cleveland week 15. Uh, I think by then Cleveland will have their stuff together a little more. That could be a loss for the Bears. But they return home against Arizona week 16. Yeah. They'll win that game. And then week 17 at home against the Falcons. That'll be a really good game, I think, on New Year's Eve. But the Bears will come out with that win and then head to Green Bay week 18 and get their revenge and then head into the playoffs. Cal says, oh my, Cal Ware says, oh, my God, guys, really 10 wins. First of all, replace guys with Jake, Cal, because I'm not saying 10 wins. I would be happy at this point if we dug out of this and got to 7-9. to nine. Listen, I'm not saying I'm going to be correct, but what I am saying is this. <laughs> with the quarterback or the Bears, I'll always rather be the guy who's the last one there in that person's corner, that team's corner, that player's corner, than the first one to jump off the ship. So if you want to jump off the ship, jump off the ship, Bears fans. But guess what? I'm still right here with this team and this quarterback, and I'm going to be through the whole season because – that's what we do, and I'll be here next year too, no matter what happens this season and the year after that. And they're going to win a Super Bowl. So when we go through this time that sucks, when the, when the joy and elation and all that stuff happens, it's going to be even sweeter. And I feel that in the deepest part of my soul. 
John Froelich says this guy is worse than Superfan. Great, great. We'll keep on, uh, you know. Hey, we, we, got you. Some, we got some super chats to get to. We appreciate everyone watching today. This has been a fun show so far. Um, Shaitan Real Estate says, "Reminder that you're beautiful and I love you." I think that's to you, Jake. So great, thank you. That that uh, that, that even that's from my wife. <laughs> thank you, Shaitan Real Estate. Kevin Carlson, super chat, ten dollars. Carm is the first person in the office today. It seems he will be the last to leave. Good work ethic. Bears 34, <laughs> Chief 6. Braggs uh, is like, what? Were you the, were you the first person I, here? I, was, I, I often am the first person, but today was not one of those days. So Jake was in before me. Braggs was in before me. Wow. Uh, was Jim here? Law was in before me. Jim was in before me. It's a good thing Jim was here because so he's the guy bringing in the money. I can't, I can't claim it. Now, <laughs> I did an excellent job this week on garbage duty for the office. I want you guys to know that. Thank Very you. strong performance this week. Um, you've been you've been really good on garbage duty. It's lately. one of my underrated talents that I've really. I mean, <laughs> you can carry things. And, yeah, yeah. And c- cinch bags really, really good. Yeah. You're a good cincher. I'm a good cincher. I, you know, <laughs> I, I I look for all the details. I get after the the the, the, the cardboard boxes that yeah. haven't been taken out. I go the extra mile. Yeah. You're, you know, the who rest else? of my game here is very questionable. Ryan Poles also good on garbage duty today. And I think that um, in Chicago, there's a lot of garbage this week. So thank you for, for your contribution. I mean, yeah, you, we, working in a nourishing environment is important to polls and important to Carm. <laughs> now we're going third person. Here we go. So we were talking about people like that it. just kind of really hit the panic button. And it's, you know, the scene in airplane where, you know, the, the plane's going down and everyone's running around the cabin. And, you know, the topless wound runs out. And um, that sucks. Not great. I don't love it. You know, especially since my Green Bay Packer fr- friends are are piling on, and it, yeah. it sucks. What I I really hate though is yesterday when you're on Twitter and you got Lord knows who reporting Lord knows what with the craziest sh- shit imaginable. Yeah, and everyone just runs with it and starts taking it as truth. Right. I don't know who Dove Kleinman is. <laughs> I don't know who ML Football is. These are not real people. These are people. Who have game Twitter for engagement? Yeah, NFL notifications go to hell. Like you ruined Twitter, and everyone who goes with it. Oh, Peanut Tillman! Peanut Tillman's raiding Hallis Hall. No, he's not. Yeah, I've got people text me. Peanut Tillman really raid Hallis Hall because I don't even know who reported that. Yeah, that rumor packed a punch. But that <laughs> that shit just pisses me off so much because. I've been around like the sports internet basically since it started. And like, there used to be honor in it. Sure. And there used to be a process and and it's all gone. It's just gone because we, Twitter particularly has given such power to these like faceless accounts. And yes, that stuff is amplified. And that Dove Kleiman guy, I don't even know who he is, but you're ripping off reporting you're like mispackaging stuff, and everyone's going with it. Yeah. So, like, like let's just use our brains. Yeah. I, I've, I, you know, one time when I was working in Kansas City, I was told uh, that that Todd Hay was was going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive coordinator, and nobody had it. I'm like, you sh- are you sure? Hundred percent. One hundred percent, Carm. One hundred percent. Okay. So I tweeted it, and it was right, and I got. You know, I picked up however many followers I picked up. Okay. I was told last year that, or two years ago, whatever it was, that Jim Harbaugh was leaving Michigan, that he had, you know, his assistant coaches knew, and he was, he was either taking one of two jobs, Miami or Minnesota. And this was coming from somebody that was allegedly, like, in the room with the staff. And I said, how sure are you? 100% sure. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. So then I called up some people in the business at the time that I, uh, before I was here, that I trusted. Like, would you do this? So, yes, tweet it. Yes, tweet it. Tweeted it. Rongo. Oh, Jim yeah. Harbaugh is still the head coach at Michigan. Yeah. So I had it. I talked to people. I thought about it. I didn't have. I didn't have anybody from the Michigan staff confirming it. I didn't. And and and, and at that point, I was like, I am never doing that again it's just not worth it But at least that was like transactional stuff and yeah you were wrong and it sucks yeah but it's not some crazy ass story then that then you have 
tens yeah. of thousands of people running with it. I think right. those accounts um, at, at times have great content that you can view and that some people will consume that great. But when it comes to like hard hitting news stories or developing stories, right. they don't allow for them to develop. Uh, that's an issue. So they kind of are, are forcing yeah. and trying to well, create Well, the other rumors. issue is, let, let's say you had been right on, on, on the Harbaugh yeah. story. Then Dove Kleinman comes in and just repackages it himself, right. and he gets all of the engagement off of it. Sure. And that, yeah. that part of it is just, just garbage. Yeah, that's right. true. And, but at the, at the same time, and, and I agree with you on 99% of these situations, there was an instance in 2017 where Wet, Bet, Wet Butt 23 <laughs> and Katy Perry's booty hole broke the news right. based on Reddit that the Cubs and the White Sox at a trade, and I believe it was the Jose Quintana trade, correct? Yeah. Which was out of this world, and I that, can tell you from working. That democratization of information, I, yes, that, that, that part is valuable. But yeah. I would say <laughs> right wild. now there's too many bad actors in the space and too many people no not doubt. doing their own reporting. Oh, yeah, it's, it's that times 100 now for sure. Right. Yeah. That is amazing, by the way, to bring up wet butt. And you know, and you still right. know the number twenty three. That's incredible. And who was the other one? Katie Perry's booty hole. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that's that's. And we don't know who those people are. People no. still don't know. It's just Reddit. That's incredible. Yeah. Somebody's out there's got to know who White Butt twenty three is. Is it any chance it's Braggs? No. <laughs> Could be. That was a I mean, couple different iterations of Twitter. Twitter go. The fact oh, that yeah. the the Cubs and White Sox then had to address those and they said them by name the next day <laughs> was is still like one of the all time best. Like Doug Van Doren says, Mike North is the only guy in America who thinks Mitch was a decent quarterback. I mean, Greg Braggs Jr. was like leader of the. Mitch Trubisky fan club sure. for a long time. That's that's how we got to know and love him. Northy was very vocal about it, though. It's a, f- it's which is why Doug is naming him right here. Yeah, I got a question for you guys. Ever st- let, let going forward from once the decision was made to get rid of the previous Ryan and Matt, Pace, and and Nagy, what has been the worst decision the Bears has have made in that time? Since they got rid of... Yeah, you, you, you made that decision, and that, that marked the new era. What has been the worst decision? I'm probably forgetting something, but I'm going to go with Claypool. It's, it's 100% Claypool for me. Claypool. Yeah. So that, that's actual transaction. It's not an institutional structure thing. Yeah. Okay, so if we're talking I, institutional structure... Players can't count? No, I, th- I think Claypool is a... I think Claypool's a, a, a fine answer. Um, I, I I was opening the door for maybe a certain hiring or anything like that. Well, I, but if you if you feel like we we've put the right people in place, I mean, not, not going, then that's fine. No, but I to that point, I don't know if Matty or Lewis would be the Bears head coach right now, and I don't know if it, it it would matter if you had Lombardi in his prime with the talent that's been here. You know to start this new regime as we building it up here. But they should not have interviewed Matt Eberflus before they figured out who their GM was. I don't care about the timing. Yeah. Get, let your Go find your GM. If you lose out on coaches like an Eberflus, so be it. And let him, with a completely clean slate, go out and hire his coach. Yeah. My, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I would say mine would be between two things. And even though we don't know all the facts at this point, I think the worst um, uh, situation would have to be Alan Williams, right? So hiring him because of what we don't know, but because of the negative attention, the yeah. uh, everything he brings right now to the organization that is not needed right now as they're trying to advance forward, I'd say that. And I know a lot of Bears fans would disagree with me, but I would say trading Roquan Smith for Ryan Poles, for me, for me I didn't love that. I understood it. And I think I get it from a financial standpoint. But for me, I want a guy like Roquan Smith on my team as you go into the future, even if it means later you have to make sacrifices elsewhere. Because I do think he was a dynamic player. Um, I, I, I really wish he was still here, but I understand why. Mm-hmm. And maybe in the end it won't matter. But I did not like that. I, don't, I didn't love the Claypool trade, but that one was – I got what he was trying to do, and I like him being aggressive to try to do it. It may not work out in the end, but it's still there's still TBD on that too. It's not looking great, but he's right. showing flashes, so we'll see. 
Gary Gary touches on what my answer is going to be, and it's just not hiring an offensive coach. It's not hiring mm. Matt mm. Matt Aberflus. It's it's okay. You've got Justin Fields. Yeah. Let, let's get a guy in here who says, "I love Justin Fields. I have a vision for Justin Fields. This is where we're going to go with Justin Fields." That's right. what you needed to do. And then you bring in a defensive coach, and you know, obviously, I thought. You know, some of this, oh, they've lost 12 in a row, I think is a bit disingenuous because last year's team was built to lose. So this is right. not really it. It is a 12-game losing streak, but it's not, you know, so bringing a defensive coach, guys in a 4-3, it's predicated on on the three-tech, and yeah. then you don't give them a three-tech. Sure. So to me, that's the biggest thing. And Nate Stevens says not drafting Jalen Carter. I mean, that that, that fits right there. It's a great underlining. And J-Rock points out Roquan didn't fit the 4-3, which, well, which is a good point. To, to uh, Jake, to that point on the Roquan thing, not not the scheme fit, yeah. but knowing what you know now that the Bears did get the number one pick, which in all likelihood they wouldn't have gotten had, right. they, had, they, trade, had they not traded Roquan, would you make the trade knowing that, like using, using hindsight? It, that's really tough because of the situation they're in right now. But at, at the time, I think I would have kept Roquan. Even at this very moment, I think I would have kept Roquan and tried to, to build around fields in a different way. But I love what's transpired. And out of, whether that's pure luck or was that was by design by polls, I love how it, it turned out. And we, we have DJ Moore. We have the extra pick next year. But what I hate – is having those two picks next year that everyone's already saying, oh, like it just puts a greater microscope on fields, more pressure, and everyone's looking ahead to what what could be. What is? What do you always say? The the, you know the, you're just looking ahead. The grass is always greener. Whatever. Yeah, like it's yeah. just the next great Bears team. I, I, I hear that, but I was super excited on Monday night watching the Panthers lose. Sure, I was sweating that thing out. Hope they never win again. Yeah. Jake Riggle had a good comment there. He, he said, uh, have to move on from Flus. Can't drag this out another two years. I think that's interesting because what Nagy got five, four or five seasons. Four, four. But they had a 12 and four year in there. Right. Um, Trestman, obviously, they moved on after two. Fox was, was what, two or three? Four. Fox was here four years? Four years. The thing, that, the, the thing that's frustrating is, like, with the NFL, it does seem like certain teams are able to pivot a lot quickly and the bears are just such a slow moving ship and it seems to go in five-year increments so when you see something crumbling and you think oh this sets it back another five years and when i talk about 38 years without a super bowl that's the frustrating part because i mean there there is just zero patience in this town and i i don't think there should be yeah true and and i also now thinking back to what we just talked about with roquan and then i'll move forward but you know, he played a part in that as well, right? So he put Poles in a bad situation because there wasn't an agent and it was a complete mess. So maybe Poles did want to bring him back and it just didn't work out. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have any ill will towards how that situation was handled. I just personally wish he was still here. Um, but it's, it's okay. That's what I'm talking about, though. You can't, you can't keep looking at it and being like, well, if it would have happened like this and it could have happened like this and Braxton Jones didn't get put on the IR and if Alan Williams didn't have this issue and, you know, if the Bears, you know, defense would have stopped it like franchise. I just did. It, exactly. Every team has this. They just have to roll through it. And it, it, one day we won't have to keep saying this, that, you know, if it could have, would have, should have. Like, it will be like they did it. They came, they saw, they conquered, they were together, and they were the best team in the NFL, and they are your Super Bowl champions. And that's why we love sports, and that's why you have to believe. Jake, just to touch on the Roquan thing a little bit, would you rather have Roquan Smith right now or Tremaine Medmans and TJ Edwards? Because that, that contract he signed with Baltimore is right? pretty much Was those two, two guys. Yeah. Right. Well, based on week one, I'd say Roquan Smith. Uh, based on week two and what I believe going forward, like, yeah, I think I'm good with – Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards and what Carm was saying with what is set up with the multiple draft picks. And of course the DJ Moore factor is the biggest one. Having him is the, he is the one who can change this whole season. If we get him involved and it just takes the pressure off everything because then it ignites fields. Then you get Cole Komet going, then you get Mooney going, then you get maybe get Claypool going and maybe the defense and special teams like, 
steps up as well and things start happening in a good way and things around you start crumbling in the division and around the NFL and, and things luck the coin flips and luck turns your way and you're ready to pounce on it instead of being in a place where everything's disjointed and there is no belief that this team this year can do anything. And that's why I'm saying I'm still in. Yeah. I'm in their corner. All right, with the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. This is how these work. We, we just lost we, in the middle of that whole soliloquy of how this is going to happen. I think both me and you were like, okay. <laughs> Stop, Jake. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You will save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. If you're too busy this fall to cook but want to make sure you're eating well, with Factor, you skip that extra trip to the grocery store, and all the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to crushing your goals. You can adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. There are 34-plus weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen choices, All again, all ready to eat in two minutes. I have no idea how they do it. No matter what's yeah. in that thing, you put it in two minutes, and it's ready. Which mm-hmm. is and, Kevin, awesome. you know what? The future is here. You know what? With Factor is this. No matter where you're at, whether you're, you're in better physical condition and much healthier like Kevin and Carm, or where you're starting your, your healthier journey the like journey. me, uh, Garlic roasted chicken I had for lunch yesterday from Factor. Tremendous. There the mashed go. potatoes, the, the green beans, you, you have your, your chicken breast there. Tremendous. Yeah. Um, if you need an extra, extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best as you tackle a busy autumn, they also have protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And they also have a bunch of add-ons you can have in your shipment, um, including breakfast items like apple cinnamon pancakes, uh, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and breakfast skillets. And with Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of their delivery emissions. They source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash chgo50. Uh, to get 50% off, that is code CHGO50 at factormeals.com slash CHGO50 to get 50% off. And your wife will love them, too. They're good. They are. Delicious. Can you believe that nobody realizes that there's a show going on around it? Can you believe that we've had seven months of it without an NFL game? Uh, that is, it's, seriously, it's been so good to have football back. And we're going to make it better for you with the NFL here. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer this week. New customers, you get $200 in bonus bets when you bet 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings hooking everybody up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Uh, check out the app and see what you get. What you want to do is download now the DraftKings app and use DraftKings app. Thank you very much. And use the code CHGO to sign up. New customers, you take home that 200 bucks instantly just for betting $5. That's the code CHGO only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE. NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling, 888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 or p- more age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. cdkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming sources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. I want to thank everyone for joining us today on the CHO Sports Podcast. We're having a great time. Smash that like button if you haven't already. Also, there was a uh, super chat out there from, I think, Quentin. You got that, Steven? He said, just joining, did you guys see the DJ Moore clip? Thoughts? I haven't seen it, but I saw someone reference in the chat. Is this something we can show, yeah, well, or is well, this? I'm not, I'm not familiar with this. What is this? I, it's, he's, 
being talked to by one of the Bucks cornerbacks, and the Bucks QB is te- corner, CB. Thank you very much. Is telling him they ain't using your right, and DJ's like, "Yeah, I know." Whoopsie. Well, it's week two. <laughs> now we're on to week three. And, and, and you know, I what? don't think that's shocking. I'm, it's honest. Was was this an actual clear thing, or was it like the Tim Anderson where he was talking to? Was it Jose Abreu? Remember that that little yeah, storyline where right. it, he said like I hate it here, and it became like a little storyline, but it wasn't what he said. Um, I mean, we yeah, we we have it here for you. I th- uh, is it figuring out if we can play it or not? But uh, they ain't using it right. And then the quote from Morback is, "Oh, tell me about it." Yeah, we can't use the clip. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I, I I get that it's early, but. It's obvious, and I've been having this thought, like, is this guy finally out of Carolina and three quarterbacks yet last year, P.J. Walker, Darnold, the whole thing. Is he looking around thinking, is this the same situation here? Can can somebody please use my talents? Because if you could, and I think it'll come to your point, Jake, like I I think they will unlock it. But but D.J. Moore, if used right from from what I've seen, Mm -hmm. this could be a 1,400-yard receiver all day. Right. Yeah. I mean – I want to see some guy just going out there and taking over games. We haven't seen that since since Brandon Marshall. And right. Before yeah. that, since never. That's right. And so. I, if you look, Justin or Maybe Fields, Marty Booker. Maybe, maybe uh, Marcus Robinson. Alshon Jeffrey had his yeah. you know, short stints where he was pretty good. Yeah. I was a big Marty Booker guy. Justin that Fields is still on track to have a 4,000-yard season. All right? He, he wasn't at that 238 mark that we want to be. He's in the two teens. And it can still happen, but DJ Moore is going to be a, a big reason why. Will this happen? I don't know. Will they win double-digit wins? Yeah. I don't know. I believe that they can, but it's going to be up to them. If not, they're going to be a, you know, a two- or three-win team. But I, I don't believe that they will be. Do you know the last time that Justin Fields threw over 200 yards in back-to-back games? Oh, that's probably season. never, right? That was the first what, time. Last two, two games of his rookie season? Last two games oh, of his rookie season. There you go. And he did it three of his last four games his rookie season. Got it. That does make sense. Nagy's not in the comments here t- uh, today for the show, but mm-hmm. I wonder what he, if he was asked about that stat, I would be interested. For sure. What he would say. But full disclosure, stats, I could give two shits about. It's all about the win. You get the win. And I, and I don't care if, if he isn't a 4,000-yard uh, passer or doesn't have – you know, you're going to have some interceptions with your touchdowns. Just make a decision and throw the ball. If you have an interception, come back on the next drive and then throw a touchdown, and on the next drive go run for a touchdown. And have two-to-one ratio, you're going to win more games than you lose. Yep. I feel like the key to really unlocking Justin Fields, though, is getting designed runs. Do you guys know how many designed runs they've drawn up for Justin Fields? How many, Steven? I, I saw four. Four? Yeah. Carmen I thought last two. week was if you two. Take total, the, total. If you take the season. sneaks out of it, yeah. Yeah. The design runs, the RPOs, and, and him now knowing the ends are playing him and, and factoring that in. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be yeah. more difficult for him to run, but you, you, he's not going to be able to if he doesn't – they don't design more for it. But at the same time, he, he's telling you he's going to have more – he's going to have more big plays, in my opinion, if he makes the decision to get out quicker. Um, I do think – there can be some big chunk plays on the ground if he if it is a design run and the offensive line helps. But his big 50-yard scrambles that he's going to have, is it's going to be when he immediately sees nothing's there, the left side of the whole field is open because the receivers and the routes are to the right, I'm going. And they should design probably two or three of those a game. We've talked about that. They need to, they need to load up one side, run the receivers all the way the other way, and free up him to where he has to beat a linebacker to the edge. And I bet you – I bet you one out of three times, Fields will beat that linebacker to the edge and have a 20, 30, 40-yard run. Here's the reality of the situation. Justin Fields has $200 million riding on the fact of him becoming a quarterback. Yeah. Of of becoming a starting quarterback, a lasting quarterback in this league, right? Right. He doesn't have to be a Hall of Famer, but to get to Dak Prescott level, that's how much money he could make. That's that's what's at stake for him. Luke Getze – has his head coaching career at stake right now. Sure. And that's what, 10, 20, 30, untold millions, depending on how, how he performs, right? Yeah. Those guys have to figure out a way to work together and say, look, we're each other's ticket to the, 
the, the ticket to the That's top. Right. And I don't think that there's any division. No. But they really have to get together and say, how are we going to do this? You know, everyone here in this building is trying to figure out, okay, how can we make CHGO work? And everyone, you know, making those sacrifices, and we figure out how we work together. Yeah. Same thing has to be happening here. You're right. And it's it's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. And as Florence and the, and the machine said, it's hard to dance with the devil on your back. <laughs> so you got to shake him off. You got to shake it off, man. Yeah. And, and they have to come together. Think, and, and that's the only way that I can I thought happen. it was Taylor Swift that said shake it off. No, she does that too. But, okay. But Florence had it first. Uh, we're going to uh, finish up with some Connor Bedard talk. Uh, but first, take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not at all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. You lose or break your pair even on day one. They told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And together with their customers, Shady Rays has provided much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And, hey, if you're looking for last-minute tickets, you know it. You just... We're on a DraftKings read. I already did it. We yeah, did the draft. I, I, I flipped. I flipped. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, that was my fault though. But I got it. Well, what uh, time is it? But it, it is time. It's game time. Oop. The, <laughs> that's we should be doing that more often. Uh, game time is the place for last minute tickets. You, listen, nobody plans in advance anymore. I know I don't. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the Cub game right now. Get on the game time app. Exclusive flash deals. So you'll get the best value at, in the moment. They're going to hook you up with, could be like incredible seats on these flash deals. I love them. Uh, the game time guarantee means you're always going to get the press price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time is going to credit you with 100, 110% of the difference, which is incredibly just an awesome, awesome perk if you're buying your tickets on game time. So download the game time app, create an account, use the code CHGO. You also get $20 off your first purchase, which means basically if you're going to the Cub game tonight, you can go for free. Uh, terms do apply. Again, create an account and use that redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Wrigley not exactly packed. I thought they had a great, great atmosphere there last night. I didn't. They did, but it's it's not like to the gills. It's. No, I, I understand mean, it's a weeknight and lots of September. rain in the forecast too. Yeah, it's probably has a lot to do. Not with great. It. I'm not out there, so I can't say anything. So you Bra- can, Braggs isn't out there. You can get an eight dollar ticket right now. Nine dollars is the cheapest. Um, Let's go. Nine dollars. So. Hey, by the way, I'm going to be out at the Goose Island three one two block party. On Saturday night, nice to see Heartless Bastards and Houndmouth. So if you see me out there, say what's up. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That would be cool. Probably hey, you know what? CHO people. Rainy, not great. Forecast not so good there, but clear skies ahead for the Blackhawks. And I know the CHO Blackhawks guys are gonna tell us all about Connor Bedard. Yeah. But Kevin, how excited are you? Yeah, I was. I was gonna close this with some word association. Mm. Connor Bedard. Amazing. Superstar. Thank God. Savior. Yes. Elite. 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 Love it. Can't miss. Um, yeah, so CHEO, Blackhawks, they just walked in. They're, they came from camp. They talked to Connor. So it's going to be a, a good show with them. And uh, so stay tuned into CHEO. You're going to have to go to a different, you know, find, find, the, uh, find the stream, but it's out there. Yep. Braggs is producing, so, you know, it's going to be a good show. So Just just. Just a piece of advice from yours truly, kind of about game time as they're looking at it. 47 bucks, fifth row, section 120. That is a great value. Love it. There we go. Yeah. All right. 
Karm, thanks for uh, for being here. Jake, thanks for being here. Steven, thanks for uh, for for producing. Everyone here in the uh, chat, been a good good time. All things considered, I'm Kevin Kadek. This is the Chicago Sports Podcast. See you next Thursday.